Blog Talk Radio. A return to excellence. A return to tradition. It's the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, powered by Charles Auto Family, located in Garrettsville, Ohio, where you can buy new and pre-owned vehicles. And we suggest, as always, if you make your way out there, if you're looking for that new vehicle to get yourself situated in as winter comes, get a nice new ride before Christmas. Coach Perry, we're on to Canfield this week, but we just had Hubbard this past week, so we'll get into that before we get into this preview of uh, what Canfield brings to the table. But, um, you know, one in five, we have, we're coming off that victory. Uh, what was the vibe uh, Friday night in, in Hubbard? Oh, first of all, I thought we really did, again, have a good week of practice, which was, you know, had us pretty optimistic going in there. Uh, and, you know, I thought we had opportunities coming into the game to do some things that, uh, uh, you know, we just felt we could attack. And uh, uh, quite honestly, we came out and probably on all three phases and laid a little bit of an egg there. So I think for the first time in quite a while, I think maybe, uh, you know, maybe we didn't get better Friday night. Really? Yeah, yeah. You know, as I told the kids, I'm never going to lie to them, so I'm not going to get a, get on the air here and try to tell you anything differently. We were just a little disappointed, assignment-wise, and uh, you know, we went over. We didn't watch all the film. We we actually just selected some plays and, and let the kids see where our errors were. And you know, I kind of put a challenge out to me. I said, find the play where we did everything right and they just beat us. And I want the kids to go through the film and, and see that really wasn't the case. So certainly they were talented, and as we knew. Our mistakes would be amplified with their speed, which which would certainly happen there. But uh, you know, we we didn't make it easy on ourselves. We we kind of put ourselves in bad situations. Now, coach, you said you had a good week of practice. You think there was any hangover from the victory of the week before? Maybe kids just kind of thinking, maybe this is this is easy now. Maybe it uh, could be. I mean, I think when you look at some of the mistakes we did defensively, I think it was we got away from some of our fundamentals looking into the backfield not reading guard so you know maybe he was just playing a little bit on that emotion and just you know thinking oh I'll just go make the play and uh, like I said a team like this on the very the second play of the game uh, we fired the wrong way we looked in the backfield and there was a play coming back it should have been pretty easy actually for us to stop and the kid went I don't know where he go 84 yards or something like that so uh, you know we got to learn from it I mean that's that, that's just where we are and uh you know, we pointed it out, and hopefully our guys commit to uh, making sure it gets fixed. Definitely, definitely. And this week at home, Bo Ryan Stadium, we got Canfield coming in six and zero. You guys one and five. Um, what are your thoughts there? I know people do like to kind of get some take on it because you know they just see high school Canfield Niles, you know, Friday night, but they don't maybe not know what you know. You you, you always do a nice job of just kind of detailing what these teams do. Yeah. Well, first of all, they're you know, and we like the idea of the challenge. At least as coaches, we hope our players do. They're ranked uh, number one in the state of Ohio in the AP poll uh, in Division Three. So, you know, you don't get many opportunities to, to face a team like this. And, you know, with that number one on their chest, so we want to try to knock them off. But uh, I'll say they're worthy of that ranking, to be honest with you. They're tremendously 
uh, aggressive on the defensive side of the ball, probably one of the best defensive teams in the state of Ohio. Uh, offensively, I think you know most Niles fans can go back to that uh, that game back in 2012 when it was 60-something to 60-something, and they remember that quarterback faking the jet sweep and running an off-tackle for 500 yards. Uh, we certainly don't want that to happen, but that offense hasn't changed. They love that play. Uh, they're very ton of different formations. I think we track 25 formations, something like that, uh, run about four plays. So uh, uh, they're trying to align you formationally to attack you, something we try to do. And, uh, you know, they're just good at what they do. But uh, I really love the way their defense flies to the ball. And, uh, you know, our guys up front better be ready. Awesome stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, powered by Charles Auto Family. And if you miss any of these shows in their entirety, they're always free and available at iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. That you can always find the links on social media as well. So we're six games into the season, and I just kind of like to keep that question coming. And you know, like, what have you found out about this team? And and I guess maybe you know, with the rest of this, you know, you got you know so many games left. I mean, what are you kind of looking forward to getting out of this year to build on towards next year? Yeah, I, I think I guess one of the positives we've seen, uh, uh, we had, uh, I think I told you last last week that we had some kids that were now starting to get playing time. Uh, one of those kids, Jaden Davis, came in at uh, at corner for us. He had started the year there, gone into the doghouse a little bit, but really been coming on back in the starting lineup. I thought he played exceptionally, uh, had an interception, ha- had a real nice tackle uh, when we stopped him, held him out of the end zone, held him to a field goal. Uh, so, you know, we, we were proud of his effort. Uh, another good game, probably two in a row for Aaron Klein, who uh, – defensive end and guard force undersized kid but uh has been just getting better and better and we really a lot of our positive plays that we showed in film uh he showed up in about a half a dozen of those and uh you know and, and i asked him in films i said are you the biggest guy we have no are you the fastest no are you the strongest no and then none of that matters when you play with great technique and great effort so you know th- those are two highlights you know on the defensive side of things uh, I thought, again, Savin, where I'd hate to know what happened if we didn't have him in there on defense. He had a ton of tackles. And, uh, you know, offensively, we didn't get much help, but he ran the ball hard. So, Robbie had another good game, uh, individual effort there. But, uh, you know, again, a little disappointed with, with some of the other things that happened. But even in there, there was some good effort. So, uh, uh, the other thing i, I got to take tip my hat to our kids, we had a couple personal fouls, but Hubbard, they probably should have had three kids ejected. They had one ejected. I think there was 11 total personal fouls in the game. They had eight of them. We had three, and ours were two of ours were the retaliation part of that, uh, which we got to get cleaned up. But I thought our kids handled that part of it pretty well, which is something that you know we've really been preaching from the coaches is to represent Niles McKinley the right way. So I thought our kids did, and, and all year I think we, we've done a good job at that. So uh, that's another positive coming. Yeah, out of the game. that that patience and composure of you know not going over that limit and not getting that flag flown is, is such a you know such an important thing and uh, these kids really need to focus on that on both sides now i i, I didn't know that was how the uh some of those flags went coach after that do you talk, talk to the referees do you kind of say i mean is there any discussion afterwards or is there any is there i guess a, a higher calling to maybe make a call or is it just kind of just goes about its business yeah they got they got you know i i think that's I've, I've been an official in fact i was working as a high school official on friday nights last year so uh you know, I can appreciate where they're coming from. You know, you watch enough football on Saturdays and Sundays to know those guys don't always get it right. 
But it's a tough job, and uh, when you get a game like that that starts to go south a little bit, I think they try to tighten it up and hit a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, they were able to keep the game before anything big and major came out. I thought a couple times it could have went that way. But, uh, you know, with our kids holding that composure, that helped it too, to, to settle back down. So uh, I just, you know, I'm obviously in their ear. I'm trying to work them, but at the end of the day, they got a tough job, so we respect that. Definitely, definitely. And and, and for you, I mean, this Canfield team, you're talking about how it's ranked, and it's obviously a, a little bit of a powerhouse from the thing. Do you change anything going into this game? I mean, I guess you don't want to give away your game plan, but, I mean, how much you just kind of stick to status quo, or how many maybe there's some new wrinkles that we might see? I, I actually learned this a long time ago from uh, from Coach Warren, that the tougher the opponent, the more simple on your end you really need to keep it because you got to get better at what it is you do. Uh, we have a few things that, that we feel this year – we do better than others, so you'll probably see a bigger dose of that. That'll probably get the uh, uh, the boo birds in the in, up in the stands might feel opposite. Like maybe we need to put a whole new offense in. But uh, you know, we watched one particular play today, our power play, and uh, just showed like, man, had we had just blocked this play better, and we ran it a bunch because because of what they were giving us alignment wise. But boy, we had some just simple errors that you wouldn't expect to see this time of year. So we got to go back to our bread and butter, our inside zone, our, our power, and, and things of that nature. Because if we can't run that, we got no chance at running some of the other the counters and the sweeps that we like to do. So uh, we got to get better at, at what we do best, and this is a great week to, to do that. Uh, the thing that we talk to kids about, they are they are kind of banged up. They lost their best. Uh, skill guy to a broken ankle against Boardman and we know they got a couple other kids that are trying to play through injuries so we have an opportunity I, I, I don't think we're going to walk in the, walk out of the tunnel of uh, you know fearful at all Friday night I really don't think our kids want to do that what we challenge them is, is give us your best game against an opponent like this and let's judge how good we are and uh, I've seen in this stadium as a fan and as a coach you know where there are teams that come in with rankings like that and Niles has played them off their feet so we want our kids to, to take their shot at doing that Definitely, definitely. Once again, the 2018 Coach Perry podcast. And uh, Coach Perry was talking where he texted uh, last week. He said, the name of the show is wearing on him. It's something draining. And I and I, my took it is you kind of want something less focused on Coach Perry, more focused on the Dragon. Is that the way you're talking about That's tough to hear. I mean, it, to, to me, it's, boy, it sounds pretty egotistical, uh, you know. Uh, I came I really up with do. the show name, though. Coach Perry didn't come up with it. <laughs> but I really want this to be about our kids and our program. Uh, so I said, you know, Bo, we can live with it for the rest of the year. And obviously we have Charles Otto family uh, behind us, so we don't want to switch gears on them. But, uh, yeah, I think the challenge got to go out there to our fans. Somebody's got to come up with a better name. Uh, probably holding us back. We'd probably have uh, a lot more listeners if my name wasn't attached to it. So uh, I think down the road we got to get something a little bit better in the Coach Perry podcast. Probably, probably have a little more to listen to if I wasn't attached to it either. So, but hey, that's where we're stuck. Um, but again, we're going to work on this moving forward, but we want to kind of bring that out to the public. So we're kind of thinking uh, along the basis of maybe have some sort of contest and, uh, you know, kind of finagle into something, how maybe somebody gets something if uh, that's, the, that's the show name that we choose. The, the name that we wanted to use, but again, we didn't want to be focused on me or you, but tell them the name that we really thought probably would have been the funnest. Yeah, we thought it, we thought the Jimbo show would, would be good, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got as a young kid stuck, because my dad's name was Jim, I got called Jimbo my whole life. My friends, 
still call me that, and uh, some people apologize. I'm sorry I called, but, you know, that's what I grew up with, so we thought with the gym and the bow, but, again, I thought that was just a little too close to home for me. But <laughs> we definitely get points for creativity on that one, Bo. That, that, I, I agree. That was, but, uh, so we tailored it back to a little more formal, but I think we need to, to put this in a different direction. So anybody out there that has a great name for the podcast, help us out. Excellent stuff. And, 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 and we... Uh, you mentioned his name earlier, and I loved how you said it. And I, I wish we were going to get to this part when we we're talking about, you know, Permanis, the hardest working sandwich in America. They provide the $15 gift card every week to the Red Dragons players, who are the hardest working Red Dragon. And you said he was the, he wasn't the strongest or he wasn't the biggest, but he is the hardest working Red Dragon. You said probably the past couple of weeks, and and that is, and this is the coach's call. I wasn't there to give it, so these are the coaches making this call. So kind of unveil the name of uh, who was the 2018 hardest working Red Dragon against the uh, Hubbard team. Uh, Aaron Klein was deserving of the award. Uh, again, we showed our film and and showed him. Like There was one time they really probably had us every other way on a screen pass, but he, he read this kid, stopped, and he, he took a step back and broke the screen play up on his own. A couple of times their quarterback tried to pull the ball and, and run around the edge, which if you don't have a disciplined defensive end, they are able to do that. He, he There he is on film. He's sitting right where he's supposed to be. He makes the play. Uh, a couple of times they're running at him. He's closing his inside gap and, and, and doing everything. And uh, like I said, I'm so proud with him is uh, – you know, I don't know what Aaron weighs. Uh, he probably whatever's in the program, subtract 15 pounds. <laughs> he certainly isn't the biggest kid we have. But uh, he's really come along lately on the defensive side of the ball, playing with great technique. And, you know, that obviously didn't always show up elsewhere, but he's really kind of shared up been part of those changes I talked to you about in the past where he, he's really uh, allowed us to be a little bit better up front. Awesome stuff. Before we think, wrap things up with the 2018 Coach Perry podcast, as we move on to Canfield and reflect back on Hubbard and some other things about this Red Dragons program, um, key speakers. Do the guys do they come on the road games or just home games? And when these guys kind of to kind of get these kids, uh, you know, ready to go. Yeah, we're doing it every game. So uh, uh, this week we actually had a father son, uh, Mark Planey and Anthony Planey, uh, come in and speak to the kids. And you know, Mark was a guy that was around the program. Like he said it's from the time since 1960 when his dad was coaching coaching down here and he was a little kid and then played in the 70s and then he was uh, he was actually one of my coaches until he got a head coaching job and then uh, it was kind of neat because then Anthony was a kid that I coached when he, when he was coming through so you know I had a, a father that coached me and then a, then his son that I got to coach have both of those guys in here talking to our players uh, it was really cool and I, and I, again I. You can you can talk to our guest today, see what he thinks about it. But I think having these these ex Red Dragons in here uh, has been impactful for our players. And uh, you know, I, I start thinking a little bit ahead and say one day they're going to be the guys in here speaking to our kids. So it's a little tradition that, that we just started. And uh, uh, you know, I hope it's something that we we want to continue. And like I said, nobody's told us no yet. So it's great having these guys back in here and letting our kids be around. Uh, you know, and letting them see, boy, this thing's a lot bigger than just myself that's been going on for years. Awesome. Thank you, Coach Perry, for your time, and we appreciate uh, you sharing your Red Dragon insight and your Red Dragon players as we move on to the 2018 Red Dragon Player Spotlight.
Welcome back to another edition of the 2018 Red Dragon Player Spotlight, and we're featuring Kyle Lundgren, the wide receiver, outside linebacker, slash a little bit of a hybrid. Kyle, welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, you were the Primanis guy, um, I think, against last week. What was that game? Lakeview. The Lakeview game. I thought you had a fantastic game, Thank and you. I've been eyeing you, obviously, all year. I think you're, you're that kid that kind of doesn't make maybe that huge, that you know, that 90-yard run, but you're doing those little dirty, sneaky tackles and plays. But what's this season, you know, how do you feel so far? Um, I feel pretty good. I, I think, uh, especially about the team, um, our record might not show it, uh, but I think our work ethic is there. I think um, we definitely have the players for it. I mean, we definitely have people who can make plays, uh, do what they're supposed to do, but um, I, I feel pretty good. I mean, one five, you know, not the best, but I, I, I still feel really good about uh, the team we have and um, all that. Nice. And for you, I mean, growing up, I mean, football your favorite sport? Uh, I don't know, really. I think uh, seventh grade I started playing. But uh, I didn't know like what, you know, much concept of the foot like football or uh, all that. But um, I think I started getting to like seventh grade and I loved it ever since. Yeah. Uh, Always receiver, what was position? Uh, quarterback. I started out as quarterback all the way till uh, this year, so I made that switch. Um, talked with Coach Perry. Uh, and all that and made the switch to receiver. Now we've spoken plenty of times about the positions. Yeah. Um, and I've told you plenty of times how many times I had guys come on the program that, you know, that could have been a five star guy going to Clemson and they went there as a safety and they, they you know, they grow a little bit and now they're an outside linebacker. How do you like to transition? Um, I think at heart I still wanted to play quarterback, but I think uh, it was for myself. I wanted to play, I wanted to help the team. Um and I fits me I I think it fits me pretty good. So uh I really found spot in there, working hard to receiver, um, do whatever I can to help the team. Definitely. And for you, I mean, you've been part of this program. You've been going through this whole process. I mean, uh, what coaches, you know, what do you see different maybe about this team that you might not have seen in the past? And it doesn't have to be a negative yeah. thing, but just what, you know, what things are you picking up that you're kind of saying, hey, this is helping this thing, you know, get turned around? Um, I think the coaches are, I think, are uh, building, um, you know, I don't know what to say. Tradition? Yeah, so like, like more of like a tradition, you know, that they're really getting on us on uh, uh, keeping us together and, you know, keeping us right where we're supposed to be and all that and uh, keeping us together as a family, um, which I, I think really helps. And uh, um, things may not be going right, but they're still like, hey, we got to look forward to you got to, you know, get rid of that and look forward um, to what we can do better and all that. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Once again, the 2018 Player Spotlight featuring Kyle Lunger, number 17, wide receiver slash eyesight linebacker, a little bit safety help. Uh, like I said, you're doing your thing on that defensive side of the ball. Um, have you used your Permanis gift card yet? Uh, yeah, actually, um, me, Joe, Zach, and I think David went out the other day. So, uh, Red Dragon. <laughs> uh, did Mr. Gallo take care of you? Did you have to use the gift card? Uh, no, Mr. Gallo was there, but I, I did use the gift card, so. <laughs> so. I just have one in the impermissible benefits here. We use the gift card, but free <laughs> Yeah, I know. Sanctions. Sanctions. Crab legs going out of the uh, We were talking with Coach Perry. We were talking about, you know, the alumni coming in. And, and what, what's that been like you, you know, being a young kid and seeing some of the guys that have played before you that have kind of been predominant in this program? I love it. I like seeing uh, especially different generations and different um, – uh, teams and 
seeing their story and see like where they're from and kind of all falls into place like uh seeing when we brought in like the first couple of guests from the what was the 60s team and uh and then like a couple generations after that or you know a couple of years after that and just all kind of falls into place and um i think uh talking about the tradition and everything i think we want to you know start that back up and hopefully years to come we can be like oh yeah you know we were that team that helped push forward for them to go 10 and 0 or whatever and help them win playoff games and reach the playoff or something like that so any of these guys come through kind of maybe uh you know something something they said one of these guys that maybe you take a little bit closer to the heart than some of the others anything that sticks a little bit of motivation a a lot of them said a a lot of really good things uh tc ganary stuck out he was pretty good um a couple of the first guest speakers um Everybody liked TC. Yeah. That, I, I, I mean, yeah. we brought that question up. We have think, to get him back in here. Yeah, <laughs> we might, yeah, might have to make him the uh, honorary host along with somebody else when you guys uh, bring the alumni. Yeah. I, I feel bad for not like remembering all their names, but I mean, they definitely a lot of them have been. Now the guys from the sixties, do those guys seem a little bit harder edged than the guys that are? I think you, I think you could definitely tell when they walk in. It's like, okay, they they know what they're talking about. And, and they were back in the glory days. Yeah, yeah when things were rocking, yeah. so you got to give them a <laughs> Yeah. Now, Bo, I'm going to interject here and, and tell you that I don't know if he knows this, but I try to watch as much as I can. And every time we've had a speaker, Kyle's been one of the first kids to go over and shake their hand and tell them thank you and introduce himself and everything. So, you know, that, that that's pretty pretty cool and pretty mature, him being a junior and, uh, you know, stepping up and welcoming those guys back in. That, that, that's something that we haven't taught. He learned that from somewhere else, but we're, we're certainly proud when our guys, uh, you know, represent themselves in the team that way. Yeah. And the I'm old watching time. you, Kyle. <laughs> and they appreciate that, too. Yeah. You know, because they're going to yeah. go back up to the stands, and they're going to say, I guarantee you they're going to say, hey, Coach Perry has those kids in a good mind, because they just want to see, the res- I think, the one success, but just a respectful team, respectful young men, and at the end of the day, I think that that's the heart of most of this. Yeah. Is, I mean, we all we love sports, but we want you guys to walk away from Niles as a student, student athlete, being a, a yeah. Better and person, like going man. back to what you said about like uh, what's changing, I think that um, specifically, I think uh, you know, get, getting us to be men, you know, and manners yeah, and all seriously. that. And, so I think that's really helping. And that probably uh, stemmed sure. a little bit from uh, your guys' boot camp over there. <laughs> yeah. That seems like that was, How was it? Ooh, that was, uh, it was fun. I loved it. Um, I think we really got to um, bring the best out of each other, uh, get to know each other a lot, uh, obviously. Um, it was good. It was a good workout. And for you, Kyle, I mean, you, you know, we talked about, you know, the position change and you doing the wide receiver and the defensive side of the stuff. I mean, are you happy with where you're at? And, I mean, any personal goals? I mean, we um, always know the team comes first, but is there anything you're just kind of, you know, maybe you something you have in your phone, something like goal-wise where you want to accomplish? I, I just, I, the way I see it, I, I just got to keep working to better myself. You know, I can't look back, you know, if I had a good game against Lakeview or a good game against East, you know, I, I got you know, got to do better than that somehow. Um, didn't have the best game against Hubbard, so definitely I, I, I got to push myself to do better than that. Um, but, uh just get better each week um kind of do better than i did last week or you know push myself forward doing whatever i can do to oh again I'll, I'll interject here and say that i'll go on a limb and uh, you know i've been coaching for a little while 20 plus years uh he's one of the best blocking he might not want to hear that. he got the best hands of any receiver he's one of the best blocking receivers that i've ever been around 
In time. fact, that, that kid from Hubbard got so frustrated with him the other night. I, that kid should have been ejected because they Soft got out there. Right in society. He, yeah. uh, he threw you. a punch at him. And that's because those guys get frustrated with him because he, he's relentless out there. And, Two uh, of them did. Both of them. They, the one hit me, he came out, and then the other one came over and did the same thing. And I was like, hey, ref, I mean, he did it again. But, uh, yeah, that goes back to that. He's a grinder. Yep. Like I said, and I, and I love that. I, like I said, I love watching you kids uh, succeed and do some positive things. Canfield's coming here Friday night. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think the mindset? I mean, it's only Monday. You got all week to practice. Sure. But uh, you know, what's the mindset going in for as a player? Uh, it's gonna be tough. If we're gonna win. We got it's gotta be a dogfight. Everybody's gotta be on uh, their uh, having their best game. Everyone's gonna be on their A team or A game. Uh, but. Definitely can. I, I think last week, I think we, um, as weird as it sounds, I think we underestimated them a little bit um, in ourselves. I think we went in there a little too big-headed, so uh, I don't think we, we come into this week thinking, oh, you know, we got them. I think we got to definitely focus on what we need to do and, you know, coaches preach it, doing our job right and um, focusing on what we need to do and, and execute. And I think we definitely have a shot against them. Awesome stuff, Kyle. Well, Kyle, you know, I think you've heard before, uh, Close the show with three and out. Ready to get going, folks? I'm ready, Brigham. <laughs> do we have a Coach Perry impersonator, and would they do the impersonation in front of him? I've been hearing all these people say it like they don't know. I've I've yet to hear anybody impersonate Coach Perry. I mean, maybe maybe they have, but me personally, I've I've yet to hear anybody impersonate him. I don't I don't know if it's just because like Coach Perry or something. I don't I don't know, but I I think. There's been times where, like, I'm sure, like, we've mimicked him or something like that after something. Uh, sorry, Coach, for saying that. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think anybody's really done any impersonations of him. So. You got a nickname? Your teammates have a nickname for you out there? Um, I'm wondering. That's what it is. Just the last name? Nothing? Nothing crazy? No. Or nothing you could say on air, I guess? I mean, I can, but, like, that's not off, that's off topic a little bit. Okay. All right. I just, I'm just curious. I mean, sometimes, you know, I asked that question to the guys. The best nickname I ever heard was I was down at the Senior Bowl and uh, Ryan Kerrigan, <laughs> the Washington Redskins DN linebacker, he said when he was at Purdue, there was a kid and his nickname was Toaster. <laughs> he got the nickname. They went out one night. Things got out of hand. He got a toaster tattooed on his stomach. <laughs> So that's why I asked that question, because you can get some really crazy answers. Sometimes you get dull answers, you know, Lundgren's just his last name. Yeah, Co Coach Bourne likes to call me a lot of nicknames, and uh, Sweet Pea's one of them. Sweet Pea? Sweet Pea. I might start calling you that now. <laughs> Sweet, Pea. Sweet Pea, Kyle Lundgren. And uh, for you, I mean, teammates, I mean, who's that guy that you might text or, you know, you can find in that you know, maybe are closest to you at heart? Um, Really all of them. Uh, but... Yeah, I gotta say all of them. I think uh, Jaden, Seth, and Joe. I think obviously just because we're in the same grade. I think uh, we really have some special bond uh, with each other. But um, if I'm looking to text anybody, it's probably one of them. But I mean, I I can definitely go to any of them, and um, I think they all know that. Hopefully, uh, and just like you yeah, guys so going to Permanis last week, the yeah. whole set of different. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of those guys were in the the guys that you mentioned. No. All right, and we asked this one of everybody, female celebrities, Kyle. If you could take out any female celebrities, just say the Permanis, we'll give them more love. If you're taking Permanis. some of the Permanis, who are you taking? Uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. Again. Maybe a country star or something. I don't know. Nobody. Mm. 
Why a country star? I just like country. I like, <laughs> I like country, but I, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like a famous dancer or something. You know? Carrie Underwood. I mean, she's a football girl. Carrie Underwood. No. Yeah. If she came up to me and was like, "Hey, let's go out to eat one day," I'd be like, "Don't gotta tell me twice. <laughs> let's go." And you would say, "And I already, and I already spent my fifty dollars for Annie's gift card." So. Well, Kyle, hey, man, I appreciate you stopping by. We always appreciate you guys taking some time. I mean, you guys are student athletes at the mm-hmm. end of the day. You got homework. You're stepping out of the gym and practice. Yeah. It's, it's lunch or dinner time. But, uh, again, uh, best of luck to you guys this Thank week. You. And uh, hopefully we see a, uh, another victory. Hopefully. Awesome. I think we can definitely pull it out. So awesome. Appreciate you having me. No problem at all. Once again, that is Kyle Lundgren, number 17. And you just listened to the 2018 Player Spotlight. <laughs>